Hello everybody at home, hello everybody here. And we know this is the uh, first day of the month of Aquarius. Chodesh Shevat. Shevat. You know, we're going to talk first a little bit about the portion. Then we jump into the Rosh uh, Chodesh. How to behave, what to do, what's going on, what's not happening, what needed to happen. And hopefully I will give you enough direction to make this week and this month way, way better. Okay? You ready to go? Yes. You ready to fly with me a little bit? All right. As you know, last week we spoke about Vaera. It was seven plagues that was basically came on the on Pharaoh and the Egyptian. And this week we're going to talk about three other plagues. So uh, the idea ten. I don't need to tell you. Most people have no idea why ten. We have ten sefirot, ten level of energy, and against them there is ten level of negativity. Everything is ten. So they have ten. Of positive, ten of negative. What do you do when you want to become spiritual and become a better person? Do you just continue being spiritual and everything going to be okay? Actually, no. Can you first have to destroy your negative side for you to enjoy the positive side? Simple example will be you're holding a a very crystal expensive glass that you want to pour the most expensive champagne into. It doesn't matter how expensive the glass is, it has to be clean. You gotta clean it. Well, the cleaning takes time. You know, if it was a mud in it, the dry, you gotta throw hot water, wash it, dry it, wipe it. There's a lot of work. Then you can put the champagne. Same thing with your soul. <laughs> you can't just say, okay, I'm spiritual. Feel great. Did you clean yourself before? Then what you feel might come from uh, <laughs> the dark side. You might feel spiritual, but it's actually not. There's somebody who's laughing at the, at, 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 behind you. There's somebody who's just hysterically laughing how they fool you. Because the idea is, you know, you got to do a preparation before you receive the light. What happened this week portion? There is another additional three plagues. Three plagues. Those three plagues in the level of Ketachuchmabina, of negativity, Crushing the negativity, so positive energy will come in. That's, that's what it is. If you remember Passover, we do it with the wine, the ten plagues. It's a very serious business. It's not just simple. Oh, it's an idea, some historical event. We're talking about fighting Egypt. We talk about fighting Pharaoh. We talk about fighting negativity. There's negativity out there, guys. There's negativity. We hate to say it. There's negativity. Malasod, you know, Selavi, what can you do? Negative force. There is a positive force. Negative force. Now that negative force was created by the positive force. Of course, there the biggest doubts are well, why, why, why can't you just do it easy? Like when I read the, the book Snell with No Shell, I wrote for kids. So a few kids asked me, why you have to break the shell of the snail? Why you have to do it? What kid? Because of them, I wrote the second book to make sure they're fixing the shell. Actually, which become thank God very big success. But the idea what I wanted to say is the ten plagues are to destroy an area not in Egypt, in me. What is in you this week that has to be crushed? Is it your ego? You're afraid to crush? What are you afraid of? What is that you're afraid? You know it's bad, but you know it's bad. And you just so panic to crush it. You can't. You actually can't. You don't want it. Ever happened to you that you know it's bad, you're absolutely sure it's bad, but you absolutely know you're not starting today. I'm not 
pushing my negativity today. Tomorrow, maybe. What I'm excited about, I'm excited being spiritual. Because being spiritual is called a positive act. Removing the negativity is negative act. It don't feel good. Cleaning is not fun. Right? I mean, I don't like to clean. Some people are addicted to cleaning. I'm not addicted to cleaning. Maybe because my father was an OC severely with everything clean. My mother was OC severely with cleaning the home. So between his eating everything perfect to my mom who the floor has to be, you have to see your reflection. I want to break all the rules as possible. So some people, you know, for them cleaning is a, is a, is a business. It's a, ah, they get high. I have my friend, when he cleaned for Passover, he get high, he get like, wow. On Passover arrive, I'm panicking. I'm depressed. I'm like, oh my God, what is this thing? Oh my God. Some people enjoy it. So for years, I thought something is wrong with me. And I did find, and I'm sorry for my ego, that it wasn't so. Rav Ashlag right, 1922, Menucha, the rest. Where does it come from? From the light, the creator. The creator is always rest. Always. There's no movement. Whenever there is movement, that means there is lack. There's something missing. That's why you move? Why you move here? To reach the T I don't have. I gotta move. Because I don't have. But the Creator has everything, so no move. So people who need to move all the time, it's a problem. They have to check why they're running empty on empty. You understand? Know I don't want to go there. It's a different subject. This you can find out more in Telenomer Dissemination on Wednesday. But going back to 10 plagues, remember, what we're doing this week, we're crushing. We're crushing areas in my life that are disturbing for the good champagne, for the good money, for the good knowledge, for the good light, for the good spirituality to lend it to my crystal cup. Your body, your soul is that crystal cup. The information, the money, the success, the fame, I don't know what else you can think about, make you happy. What we call abundance, it comes from above. That's a nourishment of God. But that, even if it's calm to your life, it will not taste good if you didn't clean the glass. So, can I clean it? And that's what Pharaoh is going through this week, portion. It's what Egypt, who is Egypt? Mitzrayim. Where is Mitzrayim? Where is Egypt? Is it really in Egypt? Why not in India? You see anybody worship a cow in Egypt? I didn't see. In India, they still worship a cow. If there is one country they still have idol worshipping, yes, go India, all worshipping. And they will tell you, no, it's not exactly like that. It's 10 gods, it's not 11, it's 20, it's not 20. Worship something which is not one. When you worship something which is not one, you no longer worship God, you worship an idol. You know? And we all worship an idol from time to time. You worship money, you worship pride, you worship some more like on Instagram or, or Facebook. It's, it's a worship of not one. We all have it. So to know where Egypt is today is in you. To know where Pharaoh is today, the Ari said, is in your oref, in your back of your neck. That's what they call the nation, uh, the Jewish nation. Not to put the Jewish nation down, but that's how they call it when they get out of Egypt. As the, 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 the nation with the stiff neck. Stiff neck. Why do they call them stiff neck? Because they stubborn, they, they don't want to do anything that Moses is telling them. Big problem. So this, again, I want to talk about the Aquarius, but I want to give you also what's happening this week. Now, the other thing, the portion starts with a very weird verse, and I've been asked in Miami, I was in Shabbat in Miami, and I was surrounded by people who study all day long, Orthodox communities, very strong Orthodox community from New Jersey, and they never 
never heard that type of talk. You know, they hear portion, story, misfus, stackers, masim toivin. You know, I'm doing that. All of a sudden, this dude wearing white, weird look, but he seemed like a nice guy. And they asked me, they said, let me see what he's going to say. Boom! I said, oh, nobody ever asked, if you ask. So I share with them that, informa- that piece of information I'm about to share with you. The portion starts with boil paro. Bo, there is bo mean come. Lech, like lech lecha, go. So if I want to tell you to go to someone or somewhere, I say lech. Lech. Okay, I know it's hard for you, it's American. With the lech. When I wanted you to say, uh, can you come here for a second? Bo, 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 bo. The name of the portion is bo. The section, not go together. Bo, come. El paro. Tu paro. Come, no. Tu paro. You look at this like, are you to, to go or to come? What, which direction? Very confusing, right? I, I can read it to you in Hebrew because of you who are listening. Say like this. It's very uh, beautiful parasha. I mean, one of the most beautiful. Bo el paro ki ani ichbadeti et libo vet lev adam v'anshiti todai lemekamo. Come to Pharaoh. So they ask me, what does that mean? What is that? I'm sure you heard before some explanation, but I would like to share something deeper than that. Bo el paro, come to Pharaoh. Who is Pharaoh? Remember who is Pharaoh? Who is Pharaoh? What did I just say? Me. So, which side of you is Pharaoh? The evil side, the selfish, the ego, the insecure, the panic attack, the anxiety. That's your, that's your Pharaoh. So, God to say, do you want to fix him? Do you want to fix the side of you that you're ashamed of? Yes, I do. Poel Come, come to Pharaoh. Let's, let's go together. You and me, God to come with you to Pharaoh. Let's talk. And you need to know, if you hate your evil side, sometimes we hate the evil side. I'm eating too much, I'm too jealous, all that. You want to know why you have that section in you which is bad? I am God. I put it there. I put it there. I put it there. Lama! <laughs> why did you make me jealous? Lama! Why did you make me panic attack? Why did you make me brave, strong, amazing, nothing ever bothered me? I want to be that! I want to be an angel God! Now, You want to know why? Because I want to give you otiot. I want to give you otiot mean letter, or otot mean sign. If you want to see the sign of God in everything, you have to have within you an evil sight. Those of you who are perfect, you have nothing to overcome. What are you going to see? <laughs> big deal. <laughs> big deal. You know? Big deal. It's like this person say, What's a big deal? Uh, people talk about smoking. I never smoke. You know, you know those people who talk like this? I never smoke. Say, so, well, if, if you smoke, then you wouldn't judge the people who try to quit smoking. Because you don't have that inner paro in you, so there is nothing. When you have a temptation for something which you know it's wrong and you can't stop, that's your power. Can help that power. The power. This is it. This is it. Power. You know, look at you in power, 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 power. You boil power. Go, go, come to him. 
And remember, it's there for a reason. Tiansen, I hope you will never forget this explanation. Again, hopefully you'll never forget this explanation. Again, this is an explanation I cannot find it which book it's come from. So I, you, you can relate it to me, so you don't have to trust it. So if it's come from me, that's when I'm the first one who heard it, first one who say it, but it doesn't mean that it's true. You understand? I want to make sure. Thank you for following me, but you have to know that that explanation didn't come from the Zohar or the Torah or the Aritz, came from me myself, okay? So it's good news that I'm giving you a new explanation, but again, because I'm a human being, who knows, maybe my ego just say it. So I want to, I want to warn you, because sometimes when a spiritual teacher come up with something, Hopefully it's come from the right side. So I, I never trust myself when it's come from this, not because I'm insecure about it, but for you. I wouldn't want people to follow something that came from Eliyahu. I want you to follow something that came from God. And I hope what came to me came from God. I just want to make sure you, you use it. If it's working for you, use it. If it's not, no. But whatever comes from me, I always will mention it. If I don't mention it's come from me, that's when it's come from one of the book. So you need to know. It's, it's one of the law in spirituality that you have to do. And it says, and you want to know why else you have to come to Pharaoh? So you can tell your children, your son, the, the, the son of your daughter, everybody you should tell how much I torture Egypt. I mean, do you think God is kind of running short on the money for advertising and PR? And I, it doesn't make sense, the whole story. So you gotta be stupid not to wake up from that. So he tried to tell you, so you can tell all of it to your children, to your daughter, to your neighbor. Who is that? It's been your organs, your inner organs, your inner part of the soul. So you can spread this message. When you understand this parasha like that, what I just shared with you, the whole picture of Egypt, Pharaoh, it's look very different, it look internally. Now we have a war. And you have to know, I, I don't know how many of you have addiction issue or temptation issue. It's not easy. Not easy. Because when it's attacking you, it's very difficult. Some people have anger issue. Severe anger. They can't help themselves. They can't help themselves. You know, some people have uh, what we call meticulous disease. I, I have it. I'm one of my diseases, meticulous. Okay? Don't be with me when you start thinking. I like to be alone when I do the thing. Because... It's weird, you know, the way if you cook with me, I'm, I'm weird. I put the pepper aside and the onion aside and, and I don't need your help. I really enjoy doing that. But something is weird about this guy. You look from the side, put the music in a certain thing, to the thing, you come bother me, you move the parsley aside, there is a problem. What happened here, you know? What happened here? Now, this is too much. And thank God my family are great in helping me with that. Because, like, they will take me aside, my own children, and say, you understand you are upset about nothing? I say, nothing? This parsley was to the left, and it moved to the right. And I love my son, Yehuda. I don't know if you listen now. Because he, he's really balanced me, because he, he take me and said to me, Abba, you, you know, it's all good beside the parsley, so it's actually good. And I, I love when he tells me this because it's relaxed me, you know. See, it's, it's all good, just the parsley move. It's not, not a big deal. And somebody took the cayenne to, to add room. Say, no, but cayenne gotta be here. 
it's a sad situation. There's everything so perfect. And then I can go and then I can wash the thing and then I can, it's all working for me. But that's called meticulous disease. So that's my pharaoh. You understand? It's a control. It's my pharaoh. I can't help it. Please stop. Please, pharaoh, stop. The one is telling you, God gave it to me for a reason. I need to overcome it. But I also need to live with that. It's a, it's a gift. It's a gift to organize my life. Let's say, organize a lecture, right? I landed about, what, 40 minutes ago? I landed 40 minutes ago, waiting for the luggage for one and a half hour. Never happened to me before. Okay? So, to, to do the lecture and all this, you need a certain meticulousness how to do it. You know, it's not just to happen, to grow on the trees. The knowledge, the information, where to pick it up. All those things needed. So it can be good for good as well. So, Rabbi Shimshon Maastropoli asked a great question. He said, why does God have to say I? Why God say I? Only Tony Robbins say I. You, you know Tony Robbins? I say I, you know? It's a very beautiful idea. But God say Ani. Ani mean I. Everybody need to know that I am the one who make Pharaoh heart harden and stubborn. Why God have to say I? So Rabbi Shimshon Mastropoli, by the way, if you don't know who he was, one of the greatest righteous ever live, he predicted what the day he will die, he predicted when he's going to die, he predicted that he will be killed, he knew he will be killed, and he actually left his door open the day he was supposed to be killed, they come, they killed him from the back, exactly like he predicted, to the details, to the day, to the hour, you know, everything. So he wrote one of the most secret books of Kabbalah, okay, it's called Nitzotze Shimshon, The Spark of Samson. Because he was a Gilgul reincarnation of some son that died also by, by being killed. So, so he write why? Why God have to say I? So he raised a question and say, what do you do with a liar? What do you do with a liar? Somebody who speaks so sweet words, but inside the heart is rotten. You ever met people who are stink from lying, but the outside, they, they have a look. You know, some people born perfect look, unbelievable face, or if it's a woman or a man, doesn't matter, but they just have the present that you can't stop listening to them, but it's all lie. Lie! Like lie, terrible lie. You, you have no idea what I'm talking about, lie. Like I met a person like that, that I thought it's very hard to fool me, but I guess it's not, and the most good-looking man, I mean, that I've ever seen in my life. I mean, the hair was perfect, green eyes, tall, tan enough, even if he's from Europe. And I would do anything for this guy, whatever he say. Whatever he, I become slave, without even knowing that I'm slave. Ever happened to you that you're slave and you don't know you're slave? I, don't, I didn't even know. You know, you need like somebody to wake you up and you think there's something wrong with them. And I was serving and doing and... And, and every time he asked me to do more, I want to do more, you know? And the lie was building on another lie. It was all lie, this whole thing. Can you imagine what happened to me the first day? I found out that maybe I'm doing a mistake. You know how much I was ashamed of myself? What do we do? So Abhishek, what do we do? What do we do with people that lie? Who was the liar? The Pharaoh. Pharaoh was playing a big shot. Big shot, uh, me and me, and this, and this, and that. What God did? God make sure that on the normal thing that people will say no, he said yes. And on the normal thing that people say yes, he say no. He couldn't even 
prevent himself from suffering. So when Moses and Aaron come to him and said to him, listen, all the firstborn will die. Pharaoh was the firstborn and he has the firstborn himself. He saw that the nine plagues before happened. Whatever those two dudes said, happened. Now the tenth, don't you think the probability? Nine from nine happened, maybe the tenth also will happen. Like you gotta be dumb not to believe it. He knew it will happen, he believed it happened, and he couldn't stop himself from, from fighting them. Can you imagine? And it only happened, uh, there, is, there is a great book, everybody should read, it's, it's, it's in Hebrew. It's Orech Af. Orech Af meaning how long is the nose, the translation. But Orech Af also been forgiven. And, it's, and the rabbi wrote it, only talk about anger. And he talked about anger, that when a person gets angry, the first verse come out of the mouth, makes sense. The second verse no longer makes sense. Why? Because when an angry man talk, it's the truth. The second thing he said, the negative already controlling him. Same thing for Pharaoh. Pharaoh couldn't control himself from making the wrong choice all the time. The last thing, but not least on this parasha, before we're moving into the Rosh uh, Chodesh is Israelite leaving Egypt. This is it. Enough time in Egypt, they gotta go. Now what does that mean for us? This week, you live in something. You're living. You're living something. There is a force who will help you to leave all things behind. And no longer contribute to you, no longer good for you. There is a force in the universe telling you if you need it, it's gonna go away. So within this week, as I mentioned those four points, it's very important that all of us will go into a place that we are step by step recognizing the Pharaoh within, understanding that the curse that we look at as a curse is not a curse, it's a blessing if we know how to use them, and step by step getting into a place that we gotta do something with our life. We have to be different. Getting out of Egypt being different. Now, if you look at your life right now, and you look at what we call a redemption, how is your redemption look like? Is your redemption look like working or your redemption look like resting? Is your goal is to do something about your life or is your goal is to do something good enough so I don't have to do something about my life? Do you understand the question or I lost you? What is your ultimate goal? Is your ultimate goal is to do nothing? Is that your ultimate goal? If you live in LA, most probably that's the answer. If you live in LA more than three years, that's your goal. It's not your fault, don't worry, don't hate yourself for that. You're part of the group, this is Los Angeles. Can't help it. Every city has an energy. In New York, if you live in New York, your purpose is to work. Not just to make money, by the way. A lot of people who work in New York, they don't make money, they work. Gotta work. Why? Because that's New York. If you live in LA, the purpose is not to work. It's actually a shame to work. If you go to Starbucks and you not allow yourself to sit on a table more than five minutes, people look at you weird. Oh, what's wrong with this guy? Doesn't have money. Sad, so sad. Normal people in LA sit in Starbucks for two hours, do nothing. Now you're part of the group. Do nothing in LA is normal. I'm not trying to crush LA or the people in LA. You need to know energy-wise. 
do nothing in Hong Kong is wrong. Nobody will sit in a cafe in Hong Kong for too long. You should go there. They're always moving. I move very fast and I, it makes me nervous. Like, what's going on? What am I missing here? What, what am I not doing? What am I not doing? Ask them, what, I feel like I'm missing something. Everybody, the driver is fast, everything is fast. The escalator is twice fast than New York escalator. Do you understand this whole thing about it? So how is your redemption look like? How is getting out of Egypt look like? What, what is it then? Is it having enough money? Is, it, is that your goal, really? I don't think it's a goal to have enough money. I don't think money is a goal. Money is a nice tool, but it's not a goal. It cannot be a goal. What are you happy? Let's say happy. Everybody, yeah, 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 happy sounds good. So what makes you happy? What makes you happy? Sleeping or awakening? Ask yourself, what makes you happy? What you rather do? Running from happiness or yawning from satisfaction? You gotta ask yourself those questions. You don't have to answer me. Just think. You are in the city of the yawning city. Miami, right? I mean, there is more old people in Miami. Miami is more alive than, than everybody knows. Everybody knows. I don't need to tell you. If you don't trust me, please take a flight tonight to Miami for three days, be there, come back to LA, and you will feel the difference between there and there. There's energy. Chicago, it's energy, but it's not something wrong with LA. You have to learn how to live with it. If you live in LA, like if I would be young, not staying here, staying here, my family, they're in school and all this. I mean, this is a place that eventually your potential is crushed, your potential disappear. Though I love LA, it's the best weather, best, best of everything. But can you move a person to do more than they're required to do? No, it's against the law. I mean, it's crazy. Everything starts here. Me too, start here. Don't allow the worker to work too much. Everything starts here. That's the capital of the suing lawyers and everything. Unbelievable. How can I sue you that come? It's here. It's all, everything. So why is it like that? Because getting out of Egypt, and specifically in the month of Aquarius, we know the month of Aquarius is a month of freedom. But the freedom mentality for every human being is different. Some people think freedom is the ability to do nothing. That's freedom. You ask the teenager, you ask the young generation in LA, it's a sad thing. They talk like this, how can I do nothing? You, you, you guys don't understand, and that's why you find them in the gym or in Starbucks. They're eating, and then they go to the gym to lift weight and look in the mirror. And actually, they don't look in the mirror themselves. You have to look at other things. They look, we're looking at them. You gotta look, you gotta start opening your eyes, because we are part of it. It's not that something wrong with them. We all part. We all part. You know? You, you, it's okay to rest in Ale. Ale will not force you to get out of your comfort zone. You know, it's a very important. I mean, one and a half hours for luggage to put there. Do you know how the luggage things work? Should I teach you? Unfortunately, I, I went to technology school, so all what I did is building machine and put the blueprint out to make it. Very simple elevator going up, some carousel going around. It's very simple, the whole thing. All what you need to do is some people to carry those luggage and put them there. I know it's a <laughs> some work, let me tell you, I have a tough work. Well, that's your job, so do your job, right? 